You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Hey guys, so this clip for the preview we're going to play was actually part of a full-length, over an hour-long Listener Stories episode that included three podcasters telling stories and one paranormal investigator, which is Shannon Thor that you're getting ready to hear from. Her and uh, her boyfriend Jason, they had some friends by the name of the Youngs that said, hey, why don't you go camping out on our property and just see if you come up with anything. And trust me when I tell you, what they came up with is something that is a story that I have never heard before. I mean, usually when you think ghosts, you usually think that they're attached to a certain place. So if you're, for say, in this campground they were at or or this land that they were technically camping on, you would think if they caught something, a spirit or something, that it would be a spirit that had a tie to this land. Not in this case, though. So I'm not going to spoil it for you. You can just listen to it. But this is actually one of the coolest stories that I've ever heard. And if you guys want to hear this and the rest of the episode, which has three other stories, uh, just become a Patreon member at the $3 level and you get this episode every single month. And you would also get about three different mini episodes every week. So for three bucks, you get one full length episode and 12 mini episodes. So without further ado, here's Shannon. Hey guys, I love it when we have a repeat guest on here and uh, we've got Shannon Thor on We've got uh, Jason there with uh, Bullock County Paranormal Society. Uh, they were formerly with a different group that we will just leave it at that. But uh, some of you got to meet Shannon at the Louisville show that we did with Ohio last year. Tried to get her back this year, but she's got prior engagements, so she can't make it out for this one. But uh fascinating stories and she's been on the regular show she's been on here before but shannon since we talked last you had a unique situation happen on a camping trip that is truly i hate to say out of this world but you know damn it that's what it is it's out of this world so i wanted you to come on and tell us that story because it's it's a little different than what normally happens when people have a uh, whether a, a medium or a sensitive has a uh, uh, speaks to something or someone or whatever, however you want to look at it, it's a little different than the normal situation. So, tell us what happened on that camping trip. Well, I'm used to, I mean, you know, going back to when you know I would watch paranormal shows, the normal thing that you see is. You know, if they catch a spirit, it's a spirit that is tied to whatever location they're at. Usually, you know, that that's the situation. Someone who's passed away in the house, on the property, tied to the land, something like that. Um, In in previous investigations that I've done, we've encountered that also where we've made contact with former owners of the house, people who passed away in the house. Same sort of thing. But um he actually works with a guy who owns a piece of land um, on the right along the Salt River. And he said that, you know, let's go try it out. He said that, you know, he he has heard maybe some stories here and there. Wasn't sure. Might be haunted, might not be whatever. But he said, you are free to go check it out if you want. So we just decided uh, one week and night that we'd go out there and bring our equipment with us and just see what happens, you know? Um, so, uh, I broke out, you know, some of my equipment, but, uh, the main two pieces that are involved in this, this story 
And th this is something that I've never encountered. I've never seen it. I've never seen this happen on any paranormal TV show. I've never had this happen before. Uh, but the main two pieces of equipment were uh, I was using my talking EVP device where it um, it says it it's kind of like a spirit box, but it doesn't have that background noise or whatever. And it will uh, say the word out loud and it will also spell the word at the bottom of the screen so you can clearly see exactly what it, it's what's coming through. And every single time a word would come through on this device. Um, the EMF detector yeah, would, would go off would flash. right before a word would come every single time. So um, words started coming through. And at the time, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to us. Um, I think the first word that came through was, ben was television. Well, okay, television came through. Um, then the name Bonita came through, which that's not a extremely common name but he no. came through um another word came through and i won't say the word just because for her privacy reasons I, uh it ended up being her last name but it was a word that i thought maybe it's her last name maybe not you know one of those things um and then arizona came the word arizona came through uh the word pink yeah pink came through um the word um uh, concerned came through um and then it said something like um i'm watching over you or something to that effect something like that um all of this these and and to us, none of this made any sense. You know, these just these words are just coming out and they don't make any sense. So the next day I start thinking about it and I and I thought, you know what? Google it. I'm going to I'm going to Google this and I'm going to see if maybe there's a person out here by this name. So I Googled Benita. And then the, the, the what I thought might be the last name in Arizona and the very first thing that popped up on Google, the very first one was her name as a staff member at Arizona State University, and it listed her email address. So I emailed her and just kind of explained the situation a little bit to her. You know, I started out saying, you know, you know, you may think this sounds crazy. <laughs> I, I said, I don't even know if I have the right person. You know, um, but I just wanted to tell you what happened to us and all of the stuff that came across, you know, I and, and to be honest, I thought, you know, this, like I said, this may not even be the right person. Um, she may think I'm absolutely crazy um, and I may never hear from her, but I would say probably an hour or two later after sending her that email. Oh, I'm sorry. Another word that came across was niece. So okay. about an hour or two later, I get contacted by um, this girl who says that she is Benita's daughter. And she, the first thing she said was, I just need to know first, you know, and foremost, are you, are you guys for real? <laughs> 
And I said, absolutely. Yes. You know, I, you know, we're, we do paranormal investigating on the side, you know, and I, yeah, just wanted to reach out and see if maybe this made any, maybe if any of these words made any sense to you whatsoever. And she actually during the conversation started kind of crying. Um, she said every single word that came across made complete sense to her. Um, she is the daughter of Benita. And so um, she said that her uncle, which would make her the niece, her uncle had just passed away two weeks prior. And she said that it was actually his birthday. And um, she said right before he passed away, he gave her uh, his television. She said her hair was dyed pink. So that was always his nickname for her was pink. Um, and she also said that she was like, you know, um, a little bit worried because it came across and said concerned or something like that. And she, and she said, because like recently, uh, she'd had an ex-boyfriend that had had started stalking her or whatever. So I told her, I said, well, it also said watching out for you. So I said, you know, I may concerned might not mean that you need to be concerned. It might just mean that he realizes you're concerned, but he's watching out for you and, you know, everything's okay or whatever. But she just, she just said she was, that she was completely blown away. So my neck, I was, and, and we were blown away oh, because totally just I, jumped I, out I was like, wow can't believe that we actually located these people you know just like a google search and made the story match you yeah. know that, that's the thing it was crazy it's like because we didn't know what was coming across there until everything was there and it's like then the story started lining up and that that was the crazy part about it because like they had no reason to be in kentucky they had no family in kentucky never have it's like we're in kentucky and this is here yeah, I mean, and I that's, I, what, that's the crazy part about it that blew me away. And I'm so used to in prior investigations, the, the, the spirits that come across having something to do with the location that we're, that we're at, that I asked her, I said, well, I said, you know, we're in, at the time we were in, you know, Shepherdsville, Kentucky. I said, you know, um, did your uncle ever visit here, live here at any point in his life? Did he ever visit? And she, she said, no, she goes, he's never even visited Kentucky. She said, I think the closest he's ever come was might was like Ohio or Illinois or somewhere. But she said, no, he, he has zero, absolutely zero ties to Kentucky. And she said that he came through like on his birthday and he had just died two weeks prior, you know? So it was like a, it's almost like a whole new paranormal realization came to us where it was like, wow. Okay. So these spirits, Why are they here? these spirits aren't necessarily tied to a specific location. Obviously. I mean, this, this is a family in Arizona. And here I am in little Shepherdsville, Kentucky, at a campsite next to the Salt River. And, you know, here he comes through and um, 
the only that you know my thought on that was is that you know he had just passed away two weeks prior and you know I think that he wanted to get a message across to his family and maybe he knew that we would actually make the effort you know to reach out and try to locate these people and get this message across to them and maybe give them some comfort and some peace you know since he had passed away so recently I don't know but it's the first time I've ever ever come across something like this a a spirit that just from all the way across the country almost tell a story almost you know like just a one word at a time but tell the story and it's like like I said if it didn't give us the names and stuff that we needed to find to find these people we would have never known what the story was. We know what the story is now. And that's, that was, that was a crazy thing about it. It's because like, we wasn't expecting this story. You know, we were just down there goofing off. Now, you know? uh, Benita, was that, was that the uncle's sister or was that the name of the young lady y'all contacted as well? That was the name uh, of the, un- that was the, no, Benita no, was, Benita sister, was yeah. the uncle's sister. And my thought on that was because it came across niece. And it said, was it, his- it said niece. niece and pink was the neat yeah. the nick was the nickname of his niece because she had pink hair because yeah because she had pink hair um and i think that the reason the message obviously clearly was directed towards the niece but i think the reason that he gave us the name bonita and the last name that i won't mention and then arizona was because you know he knew that she would pop up on Google and we, but you didn't, you didn't have an idea of a, of a first name to really look at to track down. Right. Other than Benita. He gave the first and last name. We can't give the last name though. Right. But I was saying, but, but if the young lady you contacted, wasn't Benita, how did you know she was her mother had her contact us? Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So yeah, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, she reached out to me Yeah. and said, are you guys for real? And I said, absolutely. You know, and then I, you know, started telling her the story and she started crying and then she started confirming everything. And she was like, you know, you know, explaining that every, everything that came across, all the words that came across had meaning to her and, you know, related to, her and her relate her relationship with her uncle um so i mean it just it was just amazing like we we just for weeks we oh, just we sat here blown away we were blown away we was like is this is, could this even possibly be real i mean it was like where i was sitting because i'm kind of skeptical about things and so like i was in there and it's like and i was like oh my god is this really happening <laughs> and it, like it, it 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 was happening i was like and of course, like I said, stuff coming across the, the box and all that stuff. It's like, okay, you know, whatever. I can kind of go with that. But then when all the whole story started coming together, I was like, holy crap. And this person from all the way on across the other the side country, of the yeah. country is confirming everything that we're saying. I mean, we don't know what any of it means. It I, 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 I just pulled up the app. I went through and I told her all the words that came through. And she confirmed all of them. She was like, yes, he gave me his TV right before he died. He called me pink. That was his nickname for me because my hair was pink. And I mean, she was just going through the list and just confirming uh, every word that came across. And the first and last name and the uh, um, and the, the state 
that's all we had. But like I said, we're, we're still going, we're, we're still like me and hers looking at each other, shrugging our shoulders, you know, we're like, okay, let's go. And then like I said, we just got in the next day and she Googled it up and by God, there is somebody named that, you know, that's actually one of the one of the coolest stories I've ever heard in six years of doing this show and hearing story after story and researching so many. That's actually one of the coolest stories I've ever heard from a paranormal investigator. Oh, it's cool. I it's like a, I'm like, wow, I've done a, I've done a ton of investigations. I've seen some really cool things. I, I've ex- I've had all kinds of cool experiences, <laughs> but I will say that this is by far the most profound paranormal experience I've ever had. Um, just because, you know, in everything that you see, like I said before, and everything you watch on TV and all this other stuff, uh, it's always a spirit. If it, if the spirit comes across, it's always one that's tied to that location. And here we are communicating with someone from uh, all the way across the country to get a message to somebody that I end up Googling and finding and find, you know, relaying a message and I'm able to comfort her. And it just, it, it felt rewarding at the same time, but it was also amazing. And it, it changed my outlook on things. All of a sudden I'm like, you know what? These spirits aren't tied to a certain location. But it wasn't nothing bad either. We never felt like Mm -hmm. any kind of weird presence or anything. It it felt like, it felt okay. You know what I mean? It it was weird because like said, something blabbing off names and this and that and, but it never, you, we never felt uncomfortable or anything like that. And I thought, like I said, to me, I was kind of skeptical at first. I'm in now, totally in, because like that changed my changed my mind on everything. Well, yeah, I'm I, happy. I'm happy you guys got to experience that. It was well, really you. cool. It was great. Yeah, I was. I, we were. I was so excited about that. I still. I'm still to this day still blown away and excited about it because I've never seen that before. I've never seen or heard about that before, but it just kind of opens up um, more possibilities with the paranormal. So now, you know, this proves to me that, the you know, you don't have to go to a particular location to make contact. You know, uh, the spirit is not necessarily tied to a location, although sometimes they may be, but they don't have to be. And I, I kind of feel like. Um, I think I, they're all around us. I, I, I feel like they're all around us. And I feel like that this particular one maybe possibly sought us out because he knew that we would actually do the research. We would actually find these people and and get the message across. Well, we didn't come across with any of agenda either. Mm-mm. You know, we wouldn't we wouldn't didn't come across with an agenda. We're just trying to see. Hey, we're down here by the river cabin. Let's see what's happening. There you go. Right, you got guys. one of those too. Yeah, I've been trying to keep him jumping up here for the past five minutes. <laughs> That's all right. Let him roll. He'll he'll jump on the laptop and he'll end the whole thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. I appreciate it. And I, I'm glad you came on and told the story to so share with everybody. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you well, so much. I appreciate you having this. It's on. all on Facebook. Yeah, there you go. So Bullet County Paranormal Society LLC is the uh, Facebook page. Go sign up for the page and you can see all the other fun stuff they got to offer. Oh, we got stuff on there. Yeah. Thank you so much. See you guys later. All right. Thanks. Hey guys, if you like what you just heard, 
We do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.